0: We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Capps. Well, we're talking about words, and we're going to enter into some other things today that will carry this just a little further and go kind of in the same direction. We talked about the power of words and how that words released out of your mouth are powerful. They carry spiritual forces. Jesus said it this way, and I think if we get this, it helps us in our understanding of it. He said, the words I speak unto you, they're spirit, they're life. Now, sometimes I think we've missed what he said there because he said, I'm speaking spirit, their spirit life in the words that I say. That's why it's important for us to agree with God and to say what God says. You know, when we talk about confession, that's actually what we're saying. We're saying, agree with God. Now, most people, when you talk about confession, they think you're talking about confessing your sins. (laughs) No, we're talking about agreeing with God, the confession of God's Word. So words are important. They carry spiritual forces. Words transmit fear. Words transmit faith. Words transmit your image to others that's the way if i wanted to give you an image of my car i'd start describing my car and with every word i gave it would transmit from me the image that's inside me see i can stand here now and see my car i can see it i can walk around it Mentally, see, I'm seeing an image and I can describe to you in detail to where you could go to where my car is and I could tell you right where it is. You could get an image of that and go find it and say, I know that's Charles Capp's car because that's the way he described it. I gave an image to you of that car and you could find it having never seen it and know beyond any doubt that is his car. Now, that's what we need to realize when we're talking about words, how powerful they are. They transmit. They transmit fear. They transmit faith. I think we've said this, but I'm going to say it again. I won't hear it myself anyway. (laughs) When Paul said, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. That is a truth. It's not the truth, our whole truth. Because here's the thing I want to point out to you again. When Paul said that, the context of that was that Paul was talking about faith in God and in God's Word. Now, that's the way faith in God and faith in God's Word comes, is by hearing the Word of God. But, see, the other end of that, the opposite end of it, what we'd call the reciprocal of that truth, is that if faith in God comes to hearing the Word of God, faith in the devil produces faith. Fear are the opposite force from faith, which actually, fear is faith in the devil. So that's why I say don't ever take a truth and make the truth out of it. Because if you dogmatically declare that the only way that anybody can ever get any faith is by hearing the Word of God, then you're wrong. You're wrong. Because you can get faith in me by hearing what I say. Faith comes by hearing. Whether you hearing me, hearing the weather forecast, or hearing what the devil says to you, it comes by hearing. The words transmit the same spirit. Now that's what I'm trying to get over to you. And we read that in one of the other sessions, where Second Corinthians four thirteen, where the Apostle Paul said, "We having the same spirit of faith." You see, you can transmit the spirit of faith with words. Jesus said, the words I speak to you, their spirit, their life. Well, he's transmitting the spirit of faith and life that is in that word. Then the Apostle Paul went on to say in Romans, the 8th chapter, I believe it is, verse 2, The law of the spirit of life, which is in Christ Jesus, has made me free from the law of sin and death. How did that spirit of life in Christ Jesus get in him? It was transmitted by God's word. You transmit it by the Word. Now, this is why Jesus admonished the disciples, take heed what you hear. And this is very important, that people ought to take heed to what they hear. You shouldn't set under teaching that you know is wrong. Because that same Spirit will be transmitted. I don't care how wrong it is and how wrong you know it is. If you keep hearing it, some of it's going to creep into you because it's transmitted by words now somebody said well you ought to be smart as an old cow you know they eat the hay and spit out the sticks (laughs) well there might be some truth in that but i'll tell you what we had a horse one time that wouldn't eat anything that's where he wouldn't eat anything and we called the veterinarian he came out there and uh He opened that horse's mouth and looked in there, you know, and he run his arm about that far down that horse's throat and pulled out a stick. He wasn't smart enough to spit out the sticks. And he got to where he wouldn't eat anything. And he would have died before long. So, some people don't know how to spit out the sticks. And that same spirit that's transmitted through words... If you continually, if you set yourself under something that knowingly is wrong, it'll get it transmitted to you. And you have to be careful about that. Now, I don't know how we got into that, but there it is. Do <laughs> what you want to do with it. <laughs> Let's see, where were we now? We're talking about the power of words. That's what we're talking about. All right, now let me give you some Bible evidence of what we're saying here in the area of words being powerful in creative power. In fact, the Lord said something to me when I was studying for this this morning and thinking on it. He said, Faith is the ability. Faith is the ability to conceive God's Word. It's a spiritual conception, see. Now, it comes by hearing the Word of God. When you hear it first, you don't necessarily receive it. You know, if you've been taught things and raised in certain denominations... You may have been taught that healing went out with the apostles. You may have been taught that the baptism of the Holy Ghost, speaking with other tongues, is not for you today. Well, if you've been taught that way, then you're going to believe that way. When you heard then that it was for you, then it took you a while to decide whether you're going to receive that or not. Faith had to come before you'd receive that, before you would receive that word. And actually what happened, once it got conceived in your spirit, it'll manifest itself in you. And I want to show you Bible evidence for that and show you how it's connected with faith. Go into Luke, the first chapter. In Luke, the first chapter, you have a classic example of a man that heard a word from God, but he didn't receive it. Zacharias was in the temple. Now, he and his wife, Elizabeth, had been desiring a child. In fact, the Bible says they'd been praying that they'd have a child. But you see they hadn't had a child because his wife Elizabeth was barren. An angel appeared to him. And verse 12 says, When Zacharias saw him, he was troubled, and fear fell upon him. But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zacharias, for thy prayer is heard, and thy wife Elizabeth shall bear a son, and thou shalt call his name John. Thou shalt have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice at his birth. And he goes on to tell all the things that's going to happen. Now, look at Verse 18. And Zechariah said unto the angel, Whereby shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife is stricken in years. Now, let's put that in good old Arkansas English, where you gonna understand it. He said, How do I know you telling the truth? You're going to have to give me a sign. He wasn't willing to receive, at that point, the Word of God. Now, see, there's some things that God says are conditional then there are some things that God declares, and He is going to bring it to pass. Now, many of the promises made in the Bible, in fact, all of the promises in the New Covenant, are conditional. I think we could pretty well safely say that. But now there are some promises God made to Israel, some promises God made to Abraham that were not conditional, and some promises are not conditional. God has established it, and God is going to do it. But here, when Zechariah says that, then the angel answered him and said unto him, "I am Gabriel that stand in the presence of God and is sent to speak unto thee and to show thee these glad tidings." Now you'd have thought he'd had a shout and good spell over that, wouldn't you? Because of his prayer, the angel came. If an angel came to you and said, "I want you to know your prayer's been heard and God's answered your prayer," you ought to be happy about it. But now listen to what happened. The angel said, Behold, thou shalt be dumb and not able to speak unto the day that these things shall be performed, because thou believest not the words which shall be fulfilled in their season. In other words, God knew that if we don't get his mouth shut up, this won't work. And evidently, this was not a conditional promise. See, the angel did not have the ability to make that decision, to tell him that. Evidently, God instigated this thing of closing his mouth, causing him to be struck dumb for that period of time until it could come to pass. Because I'll tell you, quite frankly, there's a lot of things that God wants to do that unless you get in agreement with God, they will never come to pass. Somebody said, oh, if it's the will of God, why, it'll just happen. And if it's not, it wouldn't happen anyway. Well, now, there's some things that'll happen, whether you believe it or not. Jesus is coming back. Whether you believe it or not, He's coming. Your unbelief is not going to change that. But there are some things that your unbelief will change when it comes to the promises of God and entering into the provisions that God has made. Then your unbelief can change some of that. You can change it for the better, you can change it for the worse, depending on what you release out of your mouth through your words and how you speak about it. I appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, before I leave the broadcast, I want to remind you that we have the CD offer all this week. It's CD offer number 7111. That's 7111. It's entitled, The Righteousness Which is of Faith. A single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling. A total of $11. You know, it's important to know that righteousness is a faith now. Not under the law. We're not under that law. Christ has redeemed us from the law. Now, you know, the law of the Ten Commandments is still into effect, but they're fulfilled if you love your neighbor as yourself. The righteousness which is of faith. Now, in this we talk about what Paul said in Romans. He said, as it is written, there's none righteous, no, not one. Well, he's referring to the Scripture in the Old Testament that makes that statement. But there are some righteous today. He comes down to verse 19, and he explains it, Now we know what things soever the law saith, it saith to them that are under the law, that every mouth may be stopped, and all the world may become guilty before God. Therefore by the deeds of the law there shall no flesh be justified in his sight, for by the law is the knowledge of sin." Now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets, even the righteousness of God, which is a faith of Jesus Christ unto all and upon all them that believe. Well, thank God there are some righteous today. In 2 Corinthians five twenty one, Paul said, For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. You need to know that Jesus has made you the righteousness of God in him. If you've received him as your Lord, if you've been born again, he considers you the righteousness of God. You may not look righteous, you may not act righteous all the time, but he considers you the righteousness of God. And if you sin, confess your sins. That's offer number seventy one eleven. For a total of $11, we have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this Charles Capps reminding you, the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps